The stricken cargo ship MV Shiling has returned to Wellington Harbour almost two weeks after it set sail for Singapore for urgent repair work. The ship was forced to make a mayday call when it lost power and was left rolling in rough seas off Farewell Spit 11 days ago. The saga led to renewed calls for adequate support vessels in a maritime disaster. Samantha G has more. Onlookers turned up along Wellington's south coast to watch the Shiling towed to safety. Oh, I saw the uh, news online and thought I'd come down for a look and heard about the shilling getting stranded out at sea, so uh, it was good to come down and see it arrive safely in the harbour on a glorious Wellington day. Wellington's two port tugs, clearly much smaller than the Scandi Emerald. Some saying the incident reinforces the need for a vessel with ocean-going capabilities. Just from a strategic point of view, I mean, we, we were very lucky having this one out here. That was up in New Plymouth, and that was pure chance. It does seem, you know, given the nature of where New Zealand sits and, and the weather around us and possible mishaps, etc., around the place, that there should be a tug of that capacity. Others worried about what would have happened if the Scandi Emerald wasn't able to assist. You don't really appreciate it till you see the ocean-going tug beside the other ones. And I don't know why we don't have them, considering what our harbour and the Cook Strait is like. It's just mind-blowing. Maritime New Zealand Incident Controller Kenny Crawford says it's working on options to strengthen its emergency response capability in the event of a maritime disaster. Those options will be presented to government by the end of the year. New Zealand is not alone in this situation here. Um, this is a common problem in the world. And it depends on where you have the problem, you know, what kind of incident it is. Maritime New Zealand and Singaporean authorities will be investigating the incident. The Transport Accident Investigation Commission opened an inquiry after the Shiling's first breakdown in April. In need of major repair work, it's not known how long the Shiling will remain in Wellington. Our maritime inspectors will be looking to ensure that any repairs are undertaken with the flag state oversight and that this is done correctly. Um, and then once the vessel departs again, we will obviously keep a monitoring role on this as well until it leaves New Zealand waters. Wellington Harbour Master Grant Nolder says the Shiling's breakdown is one of several serious incidents in recent times. We've had, in the last 12 months, a bulk carrier off the west coast. We've had the Kotaki on the south coast, and now we've had the Shiling that, had she been allowed to drift, was heading up towards the Taranaki coastline, not actually that far from the Maui Bay oil rig. He's scoping what an open ocean tug for the capital might look like. If we had a tug in Cook Strait, how big does it need to be? Because that's sort of the starting point. What do we need? We need to know how big the solution is to the problem. And then we have uh, discussions around how it might be provided or how it might be funded. Greater Wellington Regional Council Chair Darren Ponta says we can no longer rely on luck to avoid a maritime disaster. Clearly in the past, people have determined that the risk wasn't sufficient to be able to have the tow capability on the Cook Strait. We're saying, I suppose, that with climate change, with more severe events, with more traffic on the Cook Strait, we have to have another look at that. Darren Ponter and Marlborough Mayor Nadine Taylor are meeting with Associate Transport Minister Kitty Allen next week to outline their concerns.